现在来读经。今天的读经是《哥林多前书》十一章第二节到十六节，大家可以跟我一起来读。我称赞你们，因你们凡事纪念我，又坚守我所传给你们的。我愿意你们知道，基督是个人的头，男人是女人的头，神是基督的头。凡男人祷告或是讲道，若闷着头，就羞辱自己的头；凡女人祷告或是讲道，若不闷着头，就羞辱自己的头。因为这就如同剃了自己的头发一样，女人若不闷着头，就该剪了头发；女人若以剪发、剃发为羞愧，就该闷着头。男人本不该蒙着头，因为他是神的形象和荣耀；但女人是男人的荣耀。起初，男人不是由女人而出，女人乃是由男人而出，并且男人不是为女人而，女人乃是为男人造的。因此，女人为天使的缘故，应该在头上有服权柄的记号。然而，造主的安排，女也不是无男，男也不是无女，因为女人原是由男人而出，男人也是由女人而出，但万有都是出乎神。你们自己审查，女人祷告神不瞒着头是合宜的吗？你们的本性不也只是你们？男人若有长头发。便是他的羞辱吗？但女人有长头发，乃是她的荣耀，因为这头发是给她做盖头的。若有人想要辩驳，我们却没有这样的规矩，神的众教会也是没有的。下面我们把时间交给道体牧师和师母。亲爱的弟兄姐妹们，平安。Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word to us this morning. 我们在天上的父，谢谢你赐给我们你的话语。I do pray you open our ears and our hearts for your word. 主啊，求你打开我们的眼睛，打开我们的心。Help us to hear your voice in the pages of Scripture. 打开我们的耳朵，让我们能够在话是你的话语当中听见你的声音。Would you illuminate the text? 求你照亮我们今天的经文。We pray in Jesus' name. 我们这样祷告，奉耶稣的名求。Amen. Have any of you ever experienced culture shock? 你们之前有人曾经经历过文化冲击吗 ？Culture shock. Many years ago, I was on a choir tour of Eastern Europe. 在许多年前，我曾经参加学校的合唱团一起到东欧去呃演出。The choir was from a Christian college. 嗯、uh, ，我我是呃、uh, 我上的是一所基督教大学。And we were doing a music and ministry tour. 所以我们当年的那一呃，我们那一次的旅行呢，一般是音乐，因为也是啊参与服饰。So one Sunday when we were in Moscow, we all went to church. 
And our choir director told all the girls in the choir to wear a shawl or a scarf on their head. Now some of those sopranos protested. They didn't normally wear anything on their heads to church. Why should they have to wear something on their heads now? Well, eventually they agreed. It would be the only culturally sensitive thing to do. And indeed, we found in that church all the women wearing something on their heads. And so it was immediately clear who the men were and who the women were. Now today, looking at you ladies, I don't see anyone wearing a covering on their head. And that goes for you men as well. Why is that? Should the women here be wearing something on their heads? For many people today, that would immediately drive them away from church. To them, and perhaps to you, that sounds like male chauvinism at work. Sounds like oppression of women. And so too, for that matter, does our scripture reading this morning. It kind of sounds like it's saying women should wear shawls on their heads. And well, if that's what God commands. Well, then I don't want anything to do with that kind of God. The problem in our scripture passage is that it does sound like God is commanding women to wear something on their heads. But isn't this just a side issue? I mean, sure, it's it's in the Bible. But is it really that important? Isn't it distracting us? Don't many Christians go to church without wearing something on their heads? Why does the Apostle Paul even bother to address it? Well, the reason, I think we'll see, is that the issue is much deeper. It's a question far deeper than what should we wear on our heads. Uh, 
Paul is actually taking the Corinthians to worship school, as it were. 其实呢，保罗他在这里是给哥林多教会上了一课呃敬拜的课程。So we too will go to corporate worship 101 this morning. 所以我们今天早上也要一起来学习这样子啊，我们聚集来敬拜的功课。Now I I was a little hesitant to preach on this text. 呃、uh, ，其实我要呃、uh, 讲这段经文，传讲这段经文，我是有些犹豫的。Because as one commentary calls it, this is one of the most difficult passages in First Corinthians to interpret. It just so happens that today, in the series that Pastor McKinney and I have been presenting, we've arrived at this text. 那真是呢，是刚好在呃，我跟我和呃麦陶德牧师我们一起的来传讲格林多前书，那刚好我被分到了这一段。That's called providence. 所以呢，这也是上帝的命定。So Pastor McKinney, you're welcome. 所以呢，麦麦陶德牧师不要客气。Because this passage is so difficult to unpack to explain. 但是因为这段经文它是呃要解释起来是非常困难的。We're going to start by zooming out. 所以呢，我们要开始要先来啊放远来看。We need to see the big picture of worship. 我们要先看到敬拜的它的呃大的图画。And to do that, we're going to consider this in three steps. 那我们呃，今天我们要以三个步骤来思考。You'll find these printed in your bulletin. 我们能够在呃我们的周报里面可以看到。First, we'll see that God is worthy of worship. 第一，上帝是配得敬拜的。Then that we worship God. 第二，我们敬拜神。And thirdly, God regulates our worship. 第三，神制定我们敬拜的准则。So first, God is worthy of worship. 第一，上帝配得敬拜。There is not enough time this morning to fully explain how worthy God is. 我们今天早上实在没有足够的时间来完整的形容神是如何的配得我们敬拜。In fact, it would take eternity to explain how worthy God is of worship. 我们要能够好好的来解释神为什么配得敬拜，那需要一呃一整一辈子永恒的时间。And it will take us eternity to see just how worthy God is of worship. 我们可能也需要呃永恒的这样子呃永恒的生命能够看见神是配得敬拜的。But what is worship? 但是敬拜是什么呢 ？Worship is not just the part of the service where we sing together. 敬拜不只是我们在呃聚集聚会的时候一起唱歌的那段时间而已。Worship may involve singing. Worship is more than singing. 但是敬拜不只是唱诗。Worship is declaring the worth or the value of something. 敬拜就是宣告也宣扬一样东西或是一个人的价值。It is showing the person or the God to be supremely lovely. 我们当我们敬拜的时候，我们是向世界宣告，呃，这个人或者是这位神，他是多么的配得敬拜。Worship can also be showing something to be supremely terrible. 敬拜呢，呃，我们也可能是显示什么样，这这个人或是这位神是多么可怕的。Many of the Corinthians to whom Paul wrote had come from a background of pagan religion. 啊，保罗他写个印多前书，呃，这封信的读者呢，很多人他们是呃来自一个呃敬拜外邦的神的。
Before they heard the gospel, they feared pagan gods. 当他们啊听他们相信福音以前，他们信的这个神是非常可怕，他们是让他们非常害怕的。Like everyone else, they feared that if they didn't sacrifice to the gods, something bad would happen to them. 就像啊，他们会很害怕，如果他们没有向这些血神来献祭的话呢，就会有坏事发生在他们身上。So they would sacrifice to the gods. 所以呢，他们就向这些神来献祭。They celebrate pagan festivals. 他们也去参加这些外邦呃这些神的祭典。Now similar things happen around the world today. 那其实呢，在今天的世界上，仍然有这样子的事发生。There are lots of sacrifices to all kinds of gods. 我们还是有许多人在各在世界各地，他们向不同的神来献祭。I remember one trip to Taipei. 我记得我们有一次到了台北。We're about four in the morning. I was awoken by loud parade music. 那早上大概凌晨四点的时候呢，我就被那个非常呃非常吵、非常大声的游行音乐来吵醒了。A particular temple in、uh, Danshui was having a celebration that night. 那是我们在啊台北的淡水，那有一个有一座庙，它有那那天有迎神会。In the morning, the streets were covered in paper money. 啊，当我们早上出门的时候呢，满街上都是纸钱。I believe it's the kind of paper money people burn to their deceased relatives. 那这个纸钱呢，也是就是呃，当地也有一些人，他们是烧这个纸钱给他们的祖先的。And in that part of Taipei, at least the The little stoves for burning such ghost money are everywhere. 那在台北，我们也常常在路上看见那个烧纸钱的香炉。There is fear that the deceased need this money to be offered to them, so they would not be without it in the next world. 那烧纸钱的人呢？他们可能也就害怕，如果他们不烧些纸钱给他们的祖先的话，他们祖先在地下就没有钱用了。So there is worship. 所以这也这也是一种形式的敬拜。Now, Western culture has its own set of idols that it worships. 在西方文化当中呢，其实我们也有我们敬拜的偶像。We need look no further than advertising. 那其实呢，我们看到呃，平常看见的广告，我们就知道了。And Western culture worships sex. 呃，其实西方的文化，他们是非常崇拜性的。Have you ever heard of something non-sexual being called sexy? 你们有没有听过一些其实根本没有性别的东西被呃描述成呃很性感的 ？Look at this sexy new car. 看这部呃性感的新车。The car has nothing to do with reproduction. 呃，这部车又不能生育。Yet Western culture worships sex and money and power. 但是呢，西方的世界是崇拜性、崇拜金钱、也崇拜权力的。These are seen as supremely valuable. 这些东西在这个文化当中是被视为非常有价值的。So that is worship. 这其实也是敬拜。But you see in verse twelve. 但是我们在十二节看到。All things and meaning all good things are from God. 万有都是出乎神。God is the maker of all things. 神他是创造万有的。Everything good comes from Him. 一切。啊，美好的事物都是出于神。That means before there was anything, there is only God. 所以在啊、uh, 万有以先，先是有神。God. 神。God is eternal. 神是永恒的。God has no beginning. 
神还没有开始。There is nothing else like the true and living God. 没有什么是很能够与神相比的。And it's impossible to wrap our minds fully around God. 对我们来说，我们也没有办法完全的体会来完全的理解这位又真又活的神。God transcends our thoughts. 神是超越我们的思想的。How we know anything about God is only the result of His work. 我们能够对神有任何的认识，都是神的工作。That is God putting His thoughts into our minds. 神把他的思想放进我们的心中。That is God revealing Himself to us. 也就是神他向我们来显示显示他自己。And God has done this in part through creation. 神他其实透过他的创造也这样子来显明了他自己。He reveals something about himself by the fact he created all things. 因着他创造万有，他就借着这样的创造来显明了他自己的一部分。We might not understand it. 我们也许不能了解。People come to different conclusions looking at the world around us. 我们当我们看见神所创造的世界的时候，每个人可能想到的下的结论是不一样的。But think about it for a minute. 但是让我们一起来思想。God has no need of anything. 神他并不需要什么。He exists apart from anything. 他的存在呢是与他其所有事情都是分开的。Why then did God create? 为什么神要创造呢 ？Why did He make anything at all? 为什么他要创造任何的东西呢 ？He didn't need to. 他并不需要啊。So why did He? 为什么呢？ Well, as John、uh, Calvin notes in his Institutes of the Christian Religion, 呃，加尔文在他的基督教要义里面写道 ，The only cause that induced God to create was His own goodness. 呃，为什么神要创造呢？在加尔文的呃在基督教要义当中，说是因为神的美善。God does whatever He pleases. 神他呃照自己的意思来行。And so God made all things simply because He is good. 神之所以创造，是因为他是美善的。This reason alone is enough for us to love Him supremely and worship. 而神是美善的，这就让他是值得我们的敬拜的。But you know that said, not all the world worships the living and true God. 但是呢，我们虽然这样说，并不是全世界的人都是呃都是来敬拜这位又真又活的神。Why is it that we worship God? Why is it that we worship the true and living God? Why is it that we worship the true and living God? Why is it that we worship the true and living God? Why is it that we worship the true and living God? Why is it that we worship the true and living God? Why is it that we worship the true and living God? This is not comparative religions class. Uh, this is not comparative religions The forces that are opposed to God in the spiritual supernatural realm. 就是在灵界那些与神为敌的。They are toying with our imaginations. 这些他们其实是在啊，在我们的想象当中。
And so people today worship many things or claim to worship nothing at all. 世界上很多人他们宣称他们敬拜许多的事物，或者是他们谁都不敬拜。But why is it that so many people worship what is false? 但是为什么有这么多人仍然在敬拜假神呢 ？Well, some of you have heard the analogy of a mountain. 呃、uh, ，我们有些人可能听过这个山的比喻。It is said that we are at the base of a mountain and we want to reach the top. 比喻这么说，说我们是在山脚，我们都在呃，我们都在思考要怎么样的上山顶。They say it doesn't matter which trail you take. 那有些人说，你不论走哪条路都是一样的。All of them will lead you to the top. 不论哪一条路，最后都会领你上山顶。The meaning is it doesn't matter what religion you follow. 他们的意思其实是你不管信什么宗教。All of them will get you to God. 任何一个宗教都会让你能够达到神那里。Now is that true? 这是真的吗 ？Not according to scripture. 根据经，我们的圣经并不是这样的。You see, the flaw in this analogy is the assumption. 但是呢，这个比喻呢，它的预它的设定是不对的。Assumes we are all at the bottom, seeking to reach the top. 这个比喻设定我们都是在山脚，想想要到山顶。In fact, we are all at the top of the mountain. 但是呢，其实我们都是在山顶。Seeking to reach the bottom. 我们在寻找要怎么下山。We all start at the same place, then. Each trail winds up at a very different place. 其实我们的出发点是一样的，但是我们所走的路会领我们到非常不一样的地方。Scripture tells us that we rebelled against God long ago. 圣经上告诉我们说，我们在很久以前就已经与违背了神。We rebelled in Adam. 我们在亚当里面就已经犯罪。And Adam introduced sin into the world. 而亚当他就让罪进入了这个世界。Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, so death spreads to all men because all sinned. 罗马书五章十二节说，这就如罪是从一人入了世界，死又是从罪来的。于是死就临到众人，因为众人都犯了罪。The reason for our confusion and disagreement in the world is. Because of this rebellion against God, we why 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 他说：“因为他们虽然知道神，他们却不等不把他当作神来荣耀他。But they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. 但是他们的思念就变为虚妄，无知的心也就昏暗了。Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things.” 这些人自称为聪明，反成了愚拙。他们将不能朽坏的神的荣耀变为了偶像，仿佛必朽坏的人和飞禽走兽、昆虫的样式。How is it that we do not get caught up in this confusion? 我们如何能够不落入这样子的境况呢 ？How we come to believe in Jesus Christ and the gospel? 我们如何能够来相信耶稣和他的福音呢？ Well, this is the work of God and the Holy Spirit. 这也是神的工作，也是他圣灵的工作。He has worked faith into our hearts and minds through preaching of Jesus Christ and Him crucified. 神就让耶稣基督还有他钉十字架的真理进入了我们的心中。
Jesus Christ, God the Son, who gave His life for us. God has raised Him from the dead. And all who trust in Him, God has made alive with Christ. This is mercy and grace to you and me in Christ. And this is not only grace to us here, but to all, everywhere who call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. God has shown mercy and grace to a people. And it is because of God's work and God's initiative that we worship Him. It's not because we're better than anyone else. It's not because we're smarter than anyone else. It's not because we're inherently more spiritual than anyone else. Our worship is ultimately God's work in us. He has called us into fellowship with His Son. How then do we worship God? All our worship is a response to His grace. Then we can talk about worshiping God both individually and corporately. But the fact of the matter is that we love because God first loved us. We worship because God first worked faith in us. And so as we respond, we do whatever it is we do to the glory of God. When hard work is required, we work hard. When God requires we rest, then we rest well. We worship God in everything in response to His grace. This grace is also what compels us to come together and worship corporately. This grace brings us into a family in Christ. We are united to one another by virtue of being united to Christ. And so as Hebrews chapter 10 instructs, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together for corporate worship. But worshiping together to encourage one another. You have a mission sitting in these pews and singing together and praying together. 
Let the word of Christ dwell in you all richly. Teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. But just how are we to do this corporate worship thing? Well, we don't have to figure it out entirely on our own. That's because God regulates our worship. God has the right to teach us how He wants to be worshipped. It's His right to decide. He gets to make the rules. He is, after all, God. Now, this isn't a New Testament concept. God also instructed His Old Testament people how to worship Him. He gave them the Ten Commandments. Things like, you shall worship no other gods. You shall make no images of me or anyone else to use in worship. And he gave his people the tabernacle, the place to worship. And he gave them the sacrificial system. And he had some uh, annual festivals to participate. And God continues to regulate how the church worships today. In fact, we find that in 1 Corinthians, chapters 11 to 14 all deal with corporate worship. And the last verse of chapter 14 says this. All things should be done decently and in order. Decently and in good order. But what does it mean to do things decently? Well, the Corinthians remembered Paul and the traditions of corporate worship that he handed down to them. So we read in verse 2 of our passage this morning. Even as they remembered Paul, you may recall that there were divisions among the believers in Corinth. Some follow Paul, others follow Peter, some follow Apollos. There are also some who wanted to be contentious about these things that Paul talks about. 
about these traditions and how they were to apply them. 就是还有这些啊，对于保罗他所教给他们的准则，还有他们应该要如何的来应用。Now the believers knew that both men and women could participate in corporate worship. 保罗呢，他其实知道，啊，不管是弟兄或是姐妹，都可以在敬拜当中一同的参与。It wasn't like temple worship in Jerusalem. 他这并不是像在耶路撒冷在圣殿中的敬拜。There was no longer a, a need for a Court of women outside an inner court for men only. Jerusalem's 圣殿它有分啊，是是男女有别，有一些地方只有女生能去，有一些地方只能只有弟兄能去。现在已经不是这样的了。They knew that Christ had broken down the dividing wall of hostility. 他们知道呃，耶稣基督已经拆毁了我们中间隔断的墙。As Paul writes in his letter to the Galatians, for in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God through faith. 保罗在加拉太书里面这样写到说，你们因信耶稣基督都是神的儿子。Sons is a status. 呃，这样子儿子他是一个地位。The sons had an inheritance to look forward to. 呃，作为一个呃儿子，你是有产业能够继承的。And、in Christ, we are all sons of God through faith. 在耶稣基督里，我们都是神的孩子。So the Corinthians knew that they were all sons of God in Christ. 所以在哥林多教会，他们知道我们都是耶稣，因着耶稣基督，他们都是神的孩子。And this meant that they could pray or prophesy in corporate worship. 所以这也就表示，在这样子群体的聚会敬拜当中，他们是男女都可以呃来祷告、来说预言的。But like our presider today, they can come up here and pray or deliver a message. 就像我们今天领会的若涵姐妹，男无论男女都可以站上台来啊、呃、祷告、来说预言。Now we will talk about the meaning of prophesy later in First Corinthians. 但是我们在呃哥林多前书，我们后面的经文我还会再提到呃说预言。啊 ，But suffice to say, it is to deliver some kind of message. 但是呢，我们今天我们就了解呃说预言其实就是也是讲到的一种。And of course, praying is praying publicly for the congregation. 那祷告呢，就是。在啊， uh, 在公开的场合为啊、uh, 民来来为我们的会众来祷告。But there was an issue with how the Corinthians understood their sonship in Christ. 但是呢，哥林多教会他们怎么样的来了解他们孩子的这个身份啊、uh, 是有问题的。You see, we read in verse twelve that all things are from God. 我们在第十二节读到万有都是出乎神。God made all things, including gender. 神他创造了一切，包括了他造男造女。As we、uh, see in verses seven to eight, woman is the glory of man, for man was not made from woman, but woman from man. 我们在第七节读到说，因为啊， uh, seven. 男人不是由女人而出，女人乃是由男人而出。And in verse nine, neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. 第九节说，男人不是为女人造的，女人乃是为男人造的。Paul is alluding to the creation of male and female 
We read in Genesis chapter two. 在这里，保罗其实他所他的背景呢是创世纪。That there was an order in which man and woman were first created. 在创世纪呢，造男造女是有前后的。God formed man from the dust of the earth. 神还用地上的尘土造了男人。But then in Genesis chapter two, verse eighteen. 在创世纪的二章十八节。God declared it was not good for the man to be alone. 神说那人独居不好。The human race was incomplete. 呃，人类呢，这个时候还并不完全。So God put the man into a deep sleep. 所以神就让呃男人沉睡了。And he took a rib bone out of the man. 从他的身上取了一根肋骨。And he formed it into a woman. 就把这根肋骨造成了女人。Now this understanding goes a long way to help us understand what Paul writes in verse three. 我们如果记得这个创世纪的背景呢，就能够帮助我们理解保罗所说的。Because here's where we get into the interpretive fun of this passage. 那这就是这段经文最难解释的地方。Commentators debate the meaning of head. 呃，解经家呢，他们。在如何解释“头”这个词，他们有非常多的纷争。How is Paul using this word head? 保罗，保罗是怎么用这个字的呢？ Uh, we have a whole past century of this term head meaning one thing. 嗯、uh, ，在呃、uh, 过去的嗯、uh, 这个这个字呢，它是有很多的历史背景。We have、uh, other commentators with other interpretations on how to use head. 嗯，有很多不同的呃解经家有不同的解解释的方法。Verse three says the head of every man is Christ, the head of a woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. 在第三节说到基督是个人的头，男人是女人的头，神是基督的头。But there's more fun. Because in Greek, the words "man" and "woman" in certain contexts can be translated "husband" and "wife." Because in the Hebrew language, the same word "man" and "woman" in some translations can be translated "husband and wife." Because in the Hebrew language, the same word "man" and "woman" in some In this passage, 有一些译本呢，它里面在这段经文，他们讲的用的其实是丈夫和妻子。Where others like the New International Version here are using man and woman. 而在我我们呃投影上打的呢，它用的是男人和女人。What is an interpreter to do? 但是那这个翻译的人要怎么办呢 ？Answer: Read in context. 呃，就是呢，我们要照着上下文，照着它的文脉来读。There's a connection here between verses three and seven and eight. 第三节和第七和第八节是他们是有关联的。And this connection suggests we should understand this as talking about men and women, not husbands and wives in church. 当我们把这一整段经文一起来读的时候呢，我们就能够了解这段应该是要啊、呃，这里的男人和女人应该就做男人和女人，而不是丈夫和妻子。And it's this concept of giving honor to another. Uh, but here the meaning is to respect the other. We find in here that the woman, female, is to generally bring honor to male. But here, 
讲到的就是女人啊，一般来说要尊敬男性。Not speaking about individuals. 啊，并不是个人来说。But as a human race and two genders. 但是作为一个有啊有男有女的啊人性的人类。God's order of creation was the man and then woman from man. 而神他创造人的次序是他先造了男后造了女。Woman gives honor to man. 女人尊敬男性。You see, she makes me look good. 她让我看起来很好。The head of every man is Christ. 而基督是呃个人的头。What are we as believers to do? But to exalt Christ. We, uh, Christ's head. 所以呢，在这里面最终的目的就是要尊敬我们的头。And God is the head of all. 的神，他是万有的头。But here's where that contentiousness was a problem. 但是呢，这里呢，这那个好尊敬又是一个问题。Because if God created gender good. 因为如果神他造男造女造的性别是好的。Right, gender is a part of God's good creation before anything went wrong. 我们的性别，呃，在我们犯罪以前，都是神他美好的创造的一部分。What happens if we confuse gender differences in our corporate worship? 当我们在我们的群体敬拜当中，如果我们对这样子的性别的认知混淆了，那会怎么样呢 ？If we minimize or obscure gender in corporate worship, then God, who made gender, is shamed in front of His watching angels. 所以，如果我们在这样子聚聚集敬拜的时候呢，我们把这样子呃性别的分别来混淆了，或者呃视为可耻的，那对于来观看的人来说呢，这就是不尊敬神的。Verse ten. That is why a white a woman ought to have a symbol of authority on her head because of the angels. 这也是为什么在第十节说，女人为天使的缘故，应当在头上有服权柄的记号。And what appears to be happening in Corinth, where some are confusing gender. 在哥林多教会所发生的事情呢，似乎就是有些人他把性别给混淆了。There were men covering their heads who were not supposed to be covering them. 男人不应该蒙头的却蒙头。There were women uncovering their heads who were not supposed to be uncovering them. 女人不该蒙头的却不蒙头了。And so this. Doing the opposite gender's practice was confusing God-given gender. So, 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 And what about these head coverings for women? That women, women use the head coverings. Should I have a covering on my head right now? I now should have a covering on my head right now. Well, the original term in the Greek for cover literally means to wear down on the head. So, in Hebrew, this word means to wear down on the head. This could take a couple of different applications. 
。那这里呢，我们可以有两种不同的应用。Married women in Roman culture wore veils to show they were married. 嗯，在呃罗马社会呢，已婚的女性她们出来是要蒙面的。You can imagine how distracting it would be for a married woman to take off her veil in worship. 所以呢，你想到如果是一位已婚妇女，她来到教会当中聚会，而她把她的蒙面的呃东西拿掉了，那是呃让是让人非常分心的。It would be improper for her to advertise herself as single when she's actually married. 这样子做对她来说是不合宜的，因为她明明是已婚，却让人以为她是单身。Another understanding of covered is wearing the shawl on the head. 那另外一个解释呢，就是像把一个呃围巾或者是一块布放在头上。Some commentators speculate that tying up the hair was a sign of propriety. 呃，有些解经家呃认为说，可能把你的头发绑起来是一种合一的表现。But long hair would mean loose morals. 但是如果你的呃头发是呃你是披头散发的，那也表示你是不道德的。That would also be improper for someone to be upfront of the church. Advertising sexual availability. 要这样一个呃披头散发让他呃的人站在呃教会的台上，这样子也是不好的。But I think verses fourteen and fifteen help us understand this meaning best. 但是呢，我们看到第十四到第十和十五节的时候呢，就能够帮助我们更加的了解这段经文。Does not nature itself teach you that if a man wears long hair? It is a disgrace to him. But if a woman has long hair, it is her glory, for her hair is given to her for a covering. 说你们的本性不也只是你们男人若有长头发，便是他的羞辱吗？但女人有长头发，乃是她的荣耀，因为这头发是给她做盖头的。Now, people today might argue that nature doesn't teach anything. Ah,、uh, today, 呢，可能有人会说，呃，本性没有教我们什么。Culture teaches everything. 文化教导了我们一切。All right, so let's look at culture. 所以那就让我们来看看文化吧。Who has ever seen a TV commercial advertising a woman's shampoo? 有没有人看过啊、uh, 女性洗发精的广告 ？You see. Long, luscious hair. 通常看到的都是飘逸的长发。Advertisers know the truth of God's creation. 连这些呃拍广告的人都知道啊、呃、神他创造的本意。Who gave hair to women? 是谁要啊、呃、赐给了女生头发的呢 ？God did. 是神。And why? 为什么 ？To be a head covering. 是要给她做盖头的。To be honoring to her. 是要给，那是呃尊敬她的。Her long hair to a woman is her glory. 因为呢，长发，长头发是女性的荣耀。Now notice, I did not specify how long of long hair. 请大家注意，我没有明确的说出头发应该要多长。That would miss the point. Bear with me. 那这这不是重点，这真的不是重点。Let's take for a minute. What happens when this is switched? 啊、uh, ，让我们来想一想，如果今天这个把它，我们把它倒过来了，会是什么样子呢 ？If the problem was that some long men were wearing long hair and some women were shaving their heads to look like men， 如果我们今天看到有呃男性他留了非常长的头发，然后呃女生却把头发给剃掉了，那会是什么样呢 ？The issue was shaming God for the good creation of gender. 
那这里呢的问题不是头发的问题而是他们不尊敬神他们把神所创造的性别作为可耻的。Yes, gender was identified by cultural norms of the day. 在我们的文化当中我们也有就是可接受的性别的形态。And there is some understanding that hairstyle also communicated sexual orientation. 那哦，有的有些人可能可能也会理解，你要你的发型可能也会呃，就解释了你的性别的倾向。So that by celebrating that there is no male or female division in Christ。所以呢，在呃耶稣，我们当我们在耶稣基督里面说没有性别的区分。Some in Corinth were inadvertently suggesting they had a sexual orientation contrary to God's word. 所以在哥林多教会有些人就把它曲解成为这样的性别的倾向也是无所谓的。And perhaps today's cultural norms have drifted some from that of Corinth。也许我们今天的文化和当年的哥林多是不太一样的。Even though it's still newsworthy when Billy Porter wears a gown to the Academy Awards。但是当一位男演员他穿着一件晚礼服去参加奥斯卡的颁奖典礼的时候呢，他还是上了新闻头条。At least it's newsworthy today. Maybe it won't be tomorrow.也许啊，今天上了新闻头条，明天就什么都不是了。How then can we apply this to our context today?但是我们今天要能够怎么样的来应用这段经文呢？ but we see that in Corinth, both men and women were serving in corporate worship. The issue wasn't men and women praying and prophesying publicly. You remember verse 16, and those who wanted to be contentious? They were like the strong that we read about in chapters 8 to 10. Those strong believers who demanded their rights at the expense of others. The right to eat meat. Or the right to wear their hair like a man or woman or whatever they chose. There was an attitude that all things are lawful. But Paul reminds us that not all things are beneficial. Knowledge of Christian freedom puffs up. Brothers and sisters, no one's going to be saved by their hairstyle. Knowledge pops up, but love builds up. So that we would honor God and worship Him. But that's absurd, we may argue. What about my freedom? Why should my hairstyle or my diet or my clothing be determined by anyone else's conscience? Rather than demand our own rights. 
We must seek to honor God. Of course, in all of life. But especially here in corporate worship. God is worthy of worship. We worship God because Christ redeemed us. And so it's our joy to respond to His grace and obey His direction for worship. So let us obey His command to love our neighbors as ourselves. And to love God supremely. Worship Him. Let's pray. Father in heaven, you are worthy of all worship and honor. You are also worthy of denying ourselves for the sake of others. For you created all things and made them good. We thank you for good things. And you sent your son to die on the cross for us. Teach us how to worship you. Whether together here or on our own and other parts of life. Thank you for your word to us today. You are worthy. You are worthy. And we worship you. In Jesus' name, Amen.